sit back and get ready to take off with Dynamic Golf. Hey Tampa Bay golfers, this is Sean Klotz from One Stop Golf Club. Just want to give you guys a little insight into what we have up here in Wesley Chapel. Uh, we've got a great facility. It's called One Stop Golf Club and basically it's a, a private man cave or woman cave depending on what you're trying to do. It's 24-7 access to TrackMan which is a $20,000 machine that you see on tour and it's a private hitting facility so it is member only. Uh, we do offer golf lessons and club fittings in there as well, but basically for $60 a month, you book your tee time online on our website, and you have 24-7 access. You can book a half an hour, an hour, or two hours, and we also have a speaker in here, and also the TV, which has all multiple channels, so just a great way to come in, practice, work on your game. TrackMan has so many different apps inside of TrackMan. You can work on specific yardages, uh, really get your numbers dialed in from a club perspective. Uh, there's also 65 different golf courses inside TrackMan. So such a good way to work on your game. Um, also, if you decide to have uh, some friends that are members as well, great way to come in and, and use it where you can play different golf courses. You can do close to pin contests, long drives. So just a ton of different um, ideas inside of TrackMan that you can use. Super easy to operate, very uh, user-friendly, but again, think of it as your own private facility. $60 a month for the base membership, and then if you want the VIP membership where you can bring in your friends, that would be $130 a month. So we are excited to be in the Wesley Chapel area. We've been open since August and uh, been had some great support from the community so far. Look forward to working on your game. Come down to One Stop Golf Club in Wesley Chapel or go to our website, which is onestopgolfshopfl.com. My name is Sean Klotz, the owner and operator of One Stop Golf Club. So uh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Dynamic Podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Tim McElvana, here with Sean Klotz. Um, Sean, who do we have today? Hey, Tim. I'm really excited about this uh, friend of mine. I feel like we're kind of like the smartless crew now. Like we start leading up to the guest and I'm going to start giving you clues on who the person is and stuff. Yeah. But uh, this is one of my buddies uh, from from the Brandon area. His name is John Catlin. Um, he actually walked into the golf store probably about five years ago, first time I met him. And we just kind of instantly hit it off. Um, good player. He's going to be humble and say he's not as good as as me but he knows that he can take my money whenever Andy, yep. whenever so uh anyways really excited to have uh, john catlin and hey john how you doing today bud hey, i'm good sean nice to talk to you good, good man um yeah so basically you know me and you kind of struck up our friendship just based on mutual love of the game right mm -hmm. you like you've been playing oh, for yeah. quite a while and um kind of tell us yeah. just a little bit of, of kind of how you got into golf how, how long you've been playing yeah. sort of where you're at now yeah yeah i'd love to do that um so I, I got into golf um, at a, a fairly early age, I would say. I mean, if anybody knows much about uh, the Brandon Valrico Dover area, the first golf course I played on was Diamond Hill. Okay. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, very interesting story about that is my mom used to run those hills before it was ever a golf course. So uh, I have quite a bit of history uh, there. I learned how to play there, but with uh, my dad actually bought me a set, uh, a little half set of uh, uh Northwestern Bob Murphy Classic Golf Clubs, little forged blades, and uh, that's how I learned to play. I just went out there in my cowboy boots and figured out how to swing a golf club on my own, and 
kind of uh, just fell in love with it right away. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of in and out of it uh, for a while while I was a, a youngster in high school playing sports. Really got a lot further into golf when I became uh, a Marine because I started playing on intramural teams in the Marine Corps. Okay. Nice. Thank you for and your then, service, uh, sir. Yes, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yep. Yeah, yep. I appreciate that. And then, um, and then you know, I, uh, I, I, I played quite a bit for a number of years, and I was a decent player, you know, probably playing to about a eight or a ten handicap. And then I kind of got out of it for a while, okay, and started doing a lot of uh, bass fishing, actually. <laughs> oh, interesting. And uh, you know, about three, four years ago, I started getting a lot further into it again, getting getting much more involved in golf and kind of fell in love with the sport again and uh you know it kind of took a pit i'm a i'm a big competitive type guy so if i'm not competing in something it's kind of hard for me to kind of maintain my focus <laughs> gotcha correct yep and so that's kind of the way it was with fishing for me you know i mean i was i love to fish but if i wasn't preparing for a fast tournament it was hard for me to sort of stay and stay in the moment you gotcha. know to right. actually work and so, uh, all and one of the things that I, I I had done in bass fishing was I had led and 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 helped run some tournament series of two man bass fishing team tournaments. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the concept, and I said, man, that's a lot of fun to be out there with a guy that's your really good friend, and you can you can spend some time together, but you can actually try to compete and win a tournament and apply your skills against your friends, etc. Yeah. And I said, there's a way to do that in golf. And we need to do this with a two-man scramble. And I and I built a uh, a two-man golf tour here in Tampa called the Tampa Bay Two-Man Golf Tour. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of built on that principle. And so since then, I've been really deeply involved with it, and just um, just falling in love with the game, uh, working really hard, have my ups and downs. So but, so you, um, so yeah. You, yeah, you've been doing the so this would be the the summer coming up because I know your first event is up at Plantation yeah. Palms in March, That's right. right? Yep. Yeah. So is this the fourth year of the Tampa Bay Two Man Tour? Uh, the or fourth. Third? I think it's the third, third. or the fourth season. season. We had some split series. That's yeah. right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this will be the um, uh, we're we're running our season the whole year this year. We had run split seasons before. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we start in March on the twenty fourth. Uh, and then we run six uh, events from that point all the way into the end of the year. And then our seventh uh, series, a seventh tournament of the series is the Tour Championship. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I think it's uh, from the, you know, kind of inside and outside perspective, meaning that me and T-Mac have run plenty of golf tournaments. And, and you know, whether it's the Zephyrils Open mm-hmm. or just running charity events, uh, the David Rudiman Tournament and Charity Foundation yeah. was a big one. Um, it. You know, some of our listeners know, but some of our listeners don't know how much work goes into behind the scenes. Behind yeah. the scenes, and mm-hmm. and I mean, me and you were on the first tee yeah. one day, you know, like getting ready, and and the guys are either showing up with a different partner or yeah. or whatever, right? Or didn't just show up at all. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. you do such a good job now, and it's also the thing that I've seen in the three years that I've seen it is that the following is bigger. Yeah. Um, the the guys become more. Um, they're spreading the word for you, which is what you want, right? Yeah. That's the whole key. Yeah. Uh, you can only do yeah. so much uh, mar- marketing and advertising, but once they figure out that it's a good event, that it's, I'm going to use these words, um, reputable, honest, and competitive, because there, right. there are definitely some events out there that are yeah. not those three things. Um, so, yeah, yeah you, you know, you're looking for the guys you know, that are, are um, 
there and and the thing i like about the tour too john is that the with the handicap allocations that you do yep. and we don't need to get out of the micro part of it okay but but basically it's very competitive there's different winners each week it's not the same winners yeah. right yeah that's right i mean what we try to do is it, you know when you first when you first come to the, the tour you're going to play off of a calculated initial index right which we base off of your individual handicaps and some formulas that we apply to it that I won't dig into. Yeah. Okay. But after that first event, you really are you're playing off of the handicap that you legitimately earned in our competitions. Right. Gotcha. Right? Yep. So, um, so it does make it very tight, and it, it's not uncommon for a half a dozen teams to be competing for a podium finish and finish within a stroke of each other. Uh, yep. Uh, I've, I've seen that so in almost it, every event. That's yeah. real competitive, yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah, and different yeah. and different handicaps. Like those, some of those guys are yeah. plus twos, and some of those guys are yeah. pl- are, are five handicaps. And there again, that's right. because of the the uh, fairness, you know, yeah. E- yeah. Uh, equality that you come in. Um, so that's what I like about it. And, yeah. and then me and T Mac have talked about this, and you know, other podcasts. When you're playing for yourself, there's one yeah. kind of competitive level. Yeah. When you're missing a putt for another guy, or, yeah. it's you know, much. Different. It's so much it's more harder. stressful, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You want to play for your team. Right, I think yeah. I think we yeah. we put that pressure on ourselves. I do with my my buddy Crump all the time, and um, T Max got a good friend. His name is Voss, yeah. and and we play in some stuff up here. But it's it's almost like you don't yeah. you just don't care as much when it's your own ball, right? But when right. you're when you're playing with your partner, and I'm sure that's the same for fishing too. Yeah. It uh, it changes the dynamic for sure. Every cast counts when you're fishing, and every swing counts. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and you don't want to let your buddy down, right? Right. Um, yeah. Well, and, uh, it's, it's fun. It's a um, it's two man best ball is what the what the format. Scramble, yeah. Sorry, sorry scramble. You know, scramble. What, okay. you know what's fun about that? You know what's fun about this format that I figured out is is really one of the most fun parts about this two man format. You know, most of us who play golf um, love the idea, or at least I don't know what the right word is, but we dream some days about having a caddy. Right, like right. man, let's let's go out and play a competitive event. Let me have a caddy on my bag. Oh yeah, to help me walk it. Yeah, all that good putt. stuff. Right. Well, a four-man scramble is kind of a hit and giggle. That doesn't even matter, right? You're yeah. buying mulligans and everything else. But in a two-man scramble, it's actually quite hard. Yep. Yes. Yep. And having that buddy next to you, who's not just a partner, but almost acts as a caddy to help, you know, club and think through things, it raises your sense of awareness. Yeah. Uh, on the mental game. Yeah. That I think has uh, helped me a lot. Yeah. yeah, the strategy of it, T Mac. Yeah. You know, playing two player scramble. Absolutely. Right? So if me and you are going to go do that. You know, I might be the guy who hits the 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 hybrid down the middle mm-hmm. and then let you hit driver. Yeah. You know, right. and, and vice versa because you just want to get a ball and play. Yeah. On the narrow hole. Yeah. And I'm sure that you and Ron have a certain way batting order. Yep. I would say. Yeah, you know, I know me and Boz always Boz always goes first. I always go second. Yep. Um, yeah. And there's always you know it, it just. There's always a strategy. There's yeah. always a, a routine right. for it, and uh, you're always talking about what 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 the next yeah. player needs to be doing. They're yeah. helping them out. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's funny too, even though like putting. So when me and Ron, you know, when we go through it, and typically that's you know I go first, Ron goes second. Um, arguably, he's a better player. He's gonna he wouldn't argue with that at all. But no, he, not not Ron. He would say, uh, <laughs> but 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 when you're putting, you know, when you when you're only let's say two under through the first nine holes. 
you know what? You just say, hey, let's change it up. Let's yeah. change it up because that's something yeah. almost like a good lesson for our golfers in general. Yeah. If you keep doing it the same way, then do something different. Yeah. Right? Didn't Martin Hall say something like that? If you keep doing the same thing, you <laughs> yeah. keep getting what you keep getting or something I, I like mean, that? Myself yeah. personally, I'm going to I'm gonna go left-hand low on the putter on the on the back nine if I haven't made any putts the claw on the front me, nine, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right? You just, yeah. So, yeah, and, and just even that mental different approach changes your attitude, yeah. your mental uh, part of it. So, you, you know, you were mentioning putting there. I thought it was an interesting lesson I learned uh, two days ago on the putting green for myself. Yep. I have been struggling. You know, my handicap has is, is come down quite a bit uh, over the past year, but I've been struggling of late with uh, speed control. Okay. okay. And um, I decided the other day to go out on the green and practice. And I realized that I made a a change in the actual physical grip on my on my putter a while back oh yeah and it caused me to stop running my index fingers down the shaft okay Okay. some people will recommend against this some people recommend to do it but i think it's all an individual what you're comfortable with but but what was happening for me was when i stopped doing that the putter would load on the back swing and cause me to slap at the ball at the bottom of the arc Hmm. And it would, I was inconsistent all of a sudden with my distance control. Okay. And I realized that it's because I couldn't, you know, the way I'm a very handsy player. Sean has instructed me before. He knows I've, I've yep. in, with a lot of hands in my golf swing. <laughs> Good and bad. And, yep. uh, yeah. and so it caused me to just overload the putter and, and, and slap at the ball. And once I put that, those fingers down the shaft that kept that from happening, and my speed control was coming back. And that's just because I, I decided I had to change something. Right. Right? Yeah. You know, it went back to what was not broken before. You know? So uh, I'm going to ask this question. I didn't have this one planned. So T-Mac, um, if you're going to teach one of your one of your students speed control mm-hmm. or try to, try to make them not three-putt as much, yeah. just give me one or two of those kind of swing thoughts or, or – even approaches to it that you would kind of get your student to work with what i you know typically what i do for speed control especially with distance putts is i will putt to the edges i'm not putting to a cup okay um i'm trying to take a result out of it yep um just trying to get a pace or a feel yeah uh and that's really what i kind of do for for pace control yeah and i'm i'm just three balls and i'm trying to get each one as close to that apron as possible and I just find that once I get the element of a hole out of it, yeah. I start to free myself up. I think that's a yeah. huge point is that, you know, people on the practice green putt two holes. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You go to a tour event, they don't putt to a hole. They putt to, they throw a disc down. Mm-hmm. They, they do, you do, you do see a lot of, yeah, they putt to a tee. Yeah. They, you do see a lot of them playing that almost pool, like bumper drill, which is essentially yeah. hit it to the edge, but you're going to get penalized if you hit it to the fringe. Correct. And that's a, just a great way to learn feel. And then here's my, here's my backward uh, reasoning for asking this question to John. I'm glad he brought it up. And now you T Mac, mm-hmm. if I teach distance control to my students, yeah. I tell them to walk the putt off, right. To, to measure the putt, take okay. the paces and, and go figure out your, most of us have, you know, whatever our pace would probably be close to a yard as we walk. So if you take eight paces to the hole, then that's 24 feet. And then if you go to the next hole and you took 10 paces, you got 30 feet. Great point. You know, you start having a number in your head. So my, my point of this, John, is like we got three different people, 
three different skill levels, and mm -hmm. we're yeah. all kind of approaching the game differently, talking about it a little differently. Yeah. But we all learn from each other, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, that's 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 what you're saying. That's the cool thing about the tort. Yeah, is um, is that like you said, you got you got A player and B player, and, and there's going to be the sort of that caddy uh, caddy element um, with. Me and Crump, we might be more A and A players. With Mike Sullivan and Carl Sullivan, they might be more A and A players. But you know, right. but you definitely in your pairings, you definitely see the the A and B yeah. player. And I think that's yeah, and that's something I try to do is I try to not pair up uh, uh, teams that are of uh, like a, a higher handicap team. I won't pair them with another high handicap team. Right. For one reason, I don't want the I don't want the play to get kind of clogged up Basically, and gummed yeah. up. Yep. But but it's also really important that those those um, less skilled players or less experienced players are seeing really good golfers right. move through that hole. Because and, and what you actually see is how much better those guys become <laughs> over the course of the year together right. by just playing the tournament yeah. right? and, and seeing other players. And, and then you'll be on the tee with them and they'll say, you know what? I played with Carl and Mike, and it was something I noticed about the way they played. This was interesting what he did, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it does, it is help. Any, any kind of competition uh, is like that. And I think that's a great point to bring up is that I think for me and Sean, when we go and watch tour events, it's something sparks inside of us when we come back out and play. And there's a tempo, a rhythm, yeah. um, you know, and I think there's a great learning process for everybody there, uh, especially yeah. for the B player to learn from that. That's I, great. I could That's just, correct. I could Absolutely. just, I could just stand on the range at Bay Hill for hours, hours. You know, I, I don't even, people say, you know, the Valspar and uh, Valspar is great. It's a great tournament. It's a good, great finishing last four or five holes, but the range is not as good as Bay Hill. No, you know, and, and, and Augusta is amazing just for people that are lucky enough to get to Augusta. Yeah. But, but I just love going to watch the short game area. Yeah. Seeing what, VJ Singh, yeah. dating myself a little bit, was working on. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was out there for three hours at Augusta, and guess what? He only hit 50-yard wedge shots for three yeah. hours. Like, But the tempo was absolutely amazing. And you take that home with it. You know? you, yeah. you, it kind of drips onto your game a little bit, too. Yeah. So then, John, the other thing I, this is, I've encountered in your tour is, and me and T-Mac have this all the time in our events up here, so you put me and Crump with two other players. Absolutely yeah. fine. Love, And all the guys are great, right? But throughout that throughout that that uh, that round, it will be oh my gosh, this is the best we've ever played. Oh, I can't believe yeah. we're playing that good. <laughs> the miracle round. But, yeah, you hear all that. But yeah. you know that. But John, the reason they're doing that is because they're watching other better players. Yeah. They're okay. focusing. They're not playing with their buddies on the, you know, like you yeah. said, four-player hit and giggle scramble, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> They've really decided to change the focus, and they realize, oh, well, if I take my little extra time or if I spend a little yeah. extra time reading a putt, they're going to start. So I think that's a good, I know, yeah. side side event of it. Well, you yeah, know, I, I mean, I think the mental game is the is is way way understated I, Sean you and I have talked about this how much that's meant to me over the past year yeah let, let, let our let our listeners know about that a little bit because I think it's a great story that we yeah. were talking about the other day so um, several years ago I I uh, was promoted at work to uh, associate vice president and as part of that promotion I wanted to yeah I, I feel like I'm all I've always been a pretty good leader being a former marine and learning all I've learned from what I believe is the best leadership school in the world, but you know, always when you when you reach another level, you're always trying to fine tune yourself, right? And yeah. it's just like in golf, you're, you're trying to you know you're trying to get better at your craft. Mm -hmm. And so I hired uh, a 
not a life coach, but an, what we would call an executive coach. Okay. And, uh, and, you know, she really, you know, when you do something like that, it's, 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 uh, it's more like a mental game coach in, in, in golf. It's, it, you, you gotta be willing to do some soul searching, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you gotta be willing to sort of bare your soul and, and be vulnerable as she would say. Yep. And, uh, you know, I'm an emotional person, right? I, uh, I'm also a fixer and a rescuer. I have a lot of different traits in my personality. Right. Okay. And, um, she said, you know, um, what you need to do is you need to start thinking about becoming a little bit more present and in the moment. Uh, so you can, you know, kind of communicate in the way that you would want. Uh, and it's in various different situations. Maybe it's a situation where I feel, um, you know, I'm not being heard or listened to or whatever it might be. And, um, and so she gave me these three, these three, uh, mental checks. I'm not really mental, but they're, they're sort of presence checks, I would say. And, um, this was early in the year last year when I started figuring out how it applied to my golf game. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, so what you do is, is, is she would say, look, before you get into one of these high stress situations, uh, you need to, you need to take a deep breath and, and, and while you're taking that deep breath, let it out and, and sort of think about what, what is going on in your head at the moment. Take note of it, right? Mm-hmm. Take an inventory of what's happening in your head. And then you take another deep breath and you clear it out and you think about what you're feeling physically, right? Uh, what are the physical sensations that you have in your body at the moment? Okay. And then you take another deep breath and you start thinking about, well, what are you feeling emotionally, right? That's different than what's going on in your head, but what are your emotions think, right? And take an inventory of those things. Yep. And you can quickly go through this routine of just three deep breaths. And, and, And on the golf course, I realized it was things like just feeling how soft the ground was under my feet or not. Okay. Uh, as a physical sensation, mm-hmm. I may feel like, wow, I feel a little cool breeze on me, or man, that the, it's hot in this golf cart, and and I and I can think and be present in a moment thinking about that. The same thing about my mental side is, what's going on in my head right now about what I'm focused on? Yep. Mm-hmm. Do I have a lot of work stress going on? How do I snap and clear that stuff out of there? And then trying to check in emotionally about, well, how do I feel about how the day is going? What am I feeling about myself in the round? And what it caused me to do, Sean and Tim, is it caused me to get so present and in the moment that I got addicted to doing this while I was playing golf. Like I would, I would hit a shot and I would, I would either sit in the cart or I'd be walking to the next shot and I would just take some time and do one of those presence checks. I might not do all of them. I might just do one of them. Yep. Right. And it's crazy because early in the year, my uh, one of my best friends, uh, Jim Prokosh, who I served with years ago uh, in the military, we're great friends, and, and we served together um, over 30 years ago. Uh, he, I was telling him how much I was struggling with my game, and he goes, man, you just need to stop thinking about it and just swing the golf club. Right. And so... I started getting present with myself and my handicap I had I, I was I was that time I was like a five six. It actually climbed up to a seven something. And from the point that I started focusing on this on my in my rounds of golf, my handicap dropped to at one point a three point nine. Wow. Nice. Yep. 
no swing changes. Right, right. No equipment <laughs> right. changes, no ball no, changes, no, no YouTube videos, no, no. That's amazing. greatest fix no. of the month. That's no. great. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah, it's just all in the mental game for me. And, and, and to be completely transparent and honest, I had gotten away from it, right? Yep. So you start feeling the success, you get a little lazy. Yep. Yeah. And I started drifting away from it. Yep. All right. And, um, and so I recently just recommitted myself to, to being present in the moment. And once again, because Jim told me to stop thinking about it. <laughs> right. And, uh, and when I say stop thinking about it, it doesn't seem like it makes sense to be present in the moment and stop thinking about it. Yeah. But yeah. there's a difference in the quality of the things that you think about. And, that you, you know, thinking about 50 different mechanical thoughts when you're standing over a golf ball is completely the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's get, yeah. Get, get, in, get to a state where you feel good, and the only thing you really care about is the target. That's it. And, and just relax and, and let your natural athletic ability and all that work that you do on the range actually take over. Yeah. So um, do you find yourself in like a, a meditation state when you're doing this? Basically, is that what you'd say? Yeah. It, it's I wouldn't I would say it's shy of meditation, but it's just okay. focusing on being present and in the moment. Uh, and and it, it only takes me maybe thirty seconds to to go through one of those presence checks, and I might do one between each shot. But it's really just focusing on being there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, just I, being there, not on the range. I feel like we could talk about this for an hour i'll try to keep it to 10 yeah, more minutes or 15 more minutes because i yeah. love i love this stuff because uh, john and t-mac like people come to us all the time like hey i want to break 90 yeah right i want to break 100 yeah. well yes there is absolutely some physical things that need to happen to break 100 or break 90 correct the, the yardage has to be a certain yardage your you know your your short game has to be a short and short game correct but the way that you go, I think the hardest thing is to go from the from the five handicap to the zero handicap. Yeah, right. Yes. That, that's that's the clip in one stroke off per year per six months. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's these little incremental things like you're talking about. Like, hey, you do have yeah. the right equipment, you do have the right putter length, you've got the wedges yeah. set up. You know, like all your all your equipment's yeah. good. Yeah. Now you've got a you know you can't be changing your swing like you say, John. So yeah. there, there's just such a tremendous like almost. Um, yeah. Void of of this type of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say personally, <clears throat> when I run golf tournaments, I I, I typically <clears throat> um, run the golf tournament that I'm working at the golf course. Okay, and then I I usually like to try to play in it. Oh yeah. And I would say I I haven't played with you in an event in an event, John, yet. But mm-hmm. to me, it takes me two to three holes to even get close to what I normally do on the mm-hmm. golf course before. You know what I'm saying, John? Like, because yeah. you're, you're, you get all these questions prior to the, oh yeah, right, you're right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the event. Yeah. So your 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 mind is total. So you get up there on the first tee, and it's not thinking about the ground, thinking about the yeah. wind, thinking about. You're totally thinking about mm, why did that play? guy ask me that stupid question five minutes ago? Yeah, why couldn't he have gotten <laughs> yeah. his money into me earlier? Yeah, I told, yeah. I set it up on Facebook. I've seen it happen to you. Like I've set it, I've set the entire thing up on, try to give them all the information, and they don't read the sign. Yeah. Whatever the sign is, <laughs> they God. Don't, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> So. It's it's funny because uh, my 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 tournament partner Greg uh, Aiken, yeah, uh, he actually taught me a lot about how to play years ago when we first started playing. I mean, he he was a big inspiration to me. But we're tournament partners now, and so we're on this in the tour championship last year, and the the online scoring 
was not working. Right. Oof. And, you know, Man. and so I'm getting texts on my phone at the same time this is <laughs> happening. And, 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 and we, we were on the green with a birdie putt and I'm sitting in the cart trying to fix yeah. it. I said, get your tail over here. I don't yeah. care about that online scoring thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. focus on your game. That's but it. it is hard when you're trying to organize an event and also, but it's just a testament to not letting things rattle around in your head. You know? Right. Yeah, it's, so it's like it's, getting a phone call about when you're in the middle of a oh, work. Ready to tee off. <laughs> I, I play yeah. very poorly at my own golf course because I can't yes. I can't get rid of yeah. the eyesight of looking. Oh my gosh, why is this guy driving around the bunker? Yeah, he just drove over the green yeah, of the tee box. Just all or, the oh, things. Yeah. So I play way better yeah. when I'm away from the golf course. And then, like you said, now. Yeah, the phone still rings. We're still attached to the world, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's different. Um, so again, I think there's a tremendous amount of talk about there. I think the, you know, the 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 simple things that the that the viewers or listeners can take from this would be pre-shot routine. Have mm, one. Yeah. We've yeah. talked about it before. Figure out what yours is. Yeah. But again, the best players that I play with are not not kind of consistent with their pre-shot routine. Yeah. They are perfectly to the to the second with their pre-shot routine yeah and and i don't care if you're and and again we play in different formats so this afternoon i'm going to play in a little uh four player scramble fun event couples group whatever it is that's going to be a totally different focus point than it is when i play on the tampa bay two-man tour yeah you know what i'm saying yeah like they like we try to think we're going to step up there and do our pre-shot routine but we're worried about other things. If phone goes How's the pace of play? Radio yeah, going. Yeah, all that stuff. You right? know, all that happened. Yeah. So, so just that that perspective of, you know what, have the same pre-shot routine every single time. I think I can do that part of it, which is probably the way you described it, John, the physical part. Yeah. But I, yeah. don't, I don't do very well at the mental part because yeah. I am preoccupied with the other things going on as yeah. I'm, I'm at work. Yeah. That's the thing. I am at yeah. work. You know, I'm not... I'm not just like these other 70 people. They're just coming out here to enjoy their day. This is my job. So I've got to, I'm hoping that they have a good time. Yeah. You know, so um, emotionally, yeah. And then the emotion side is, I'll just make this a quick story. Came in playing in the Zephyr Hills Open eight or 10 years ago. Right. I just, John, I just come in for a drink after nine holes. Right. All the players are out. I'm the last group out. So I just came in for a a drink uh, to get a Gatorade or something. Hot, hot afternoon. And one of the players asks me one of those stupid, dumb ruling questions. Right. Because I am the tournament committee guy, too. So, but he says, hey, how come he got this relief when he should have gotten this relief that's not fair whatever that thing is and i blew i blew up like i literally kicked the door down i'm like ask me in two hours it doesn't matter right now i'm in the middle of my round and i you know like you 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 need crazy yeah you want to kind of separate yourself but um anyway so so dealing with the emotions and you see this on tour all the time right I mean, Jason Day, like his pre-shot routine with his breathing. Yes. And he closes his eyes, too, Closes his eyes, visualization. Adam Scott would, would put the hand on yep. the grip. Same time. I, I watched him yesterday yeah. doing the same thing he's done last yep. 10 years, I think. Yep. Um, how Justin or how um, Jordan Spieth approaches a putt. You know, he looks twitchy. He looks very twitchy, very until, twitchy. until he goes. Um, but there's a routine. There's a method behind it. He's a, he's a talker, right? He's always talking to his caddy. Yeah. yeah. That's the way he does it. That's the way he's always talking. But then Tiger was more of leave me alone on the green. Well, Tiger, Tiger, I, I, I picked up on something from him the other day that 
I, he, I'd heard him say this a lot, but I never really figured out what he meant. And I, and I kind of did a little research on it, but his routine is sort of a silent one. He talks about, uh, you've heard him talk about putting to the picture. Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. And what he's basically saying there is that he, he stands over his putt and he, and he, he looks at his line, he looks at the hole, and he takes a mental picture of that. It's like a yep. photograph in yep. his yeah. mind. Yep. And when he stands over the putt, instead of him chasing the ball with his eyes and trying to see if it went, he just he puts to the picture and mm-hmm. keeps his head there. Mm-hmm. And it, it's part of his routine. Yeah. And, and it, I, I was actually struggling <laughs> with so many mechanics on right. the you know overthinking my golf swing. I started swinging to the picture, right? Just there you go. Looking out there at that golf at the hole and where the pin is, where my target was, and keeping that in my mind while I was making my golf swing, and it made all the difference in the world. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, and 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 he was taught that at like three, four, five years old by his dad. When you read yeah. his book, yeah. that's something he's been doing literally since he was four or five years old. And Earl, then he Earl. got what Jay Brunzer, I think, to do the meditation yeah. at ten or something yeah. like that. So. And, and that's an ex-marine, by the way, right? Earl Woods was an ex-marine, as far as I know. Uh, he was, Army, uh, Army, Army. Okay, yeah. Yeah. well, I mean. Yeah. Not not He's similar. To the level of <laughs> yeah, exactly. But still pretty good. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But but it goes to the mental approach that you know that you're talking about. Like you said, you were, you know, you were in the greatest training program ever, type of thing. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it it is. It's uh. So, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Cool uh, stuff. I one last question. Um, how long did it take for you to get comfortable with that routine? Was it a couple days, a month, a week, an hour? Oh, I, I think it's a lifelong journey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I think anything in the mental game, and again, I, I don't think this is just, this whole presence thing is not just about golf. It's a life thing. Sure. Yeah. And it's just, you know, like, golf is a is a microcosm of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? right? It, yeah. It, it shows how you handle disappointment and yeah. stress. And that's why it's one of the best places to interview somebody, actually. Right. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> that's you know, that, that is a... Um, it, it's just that I had to say, wait a minute. This is this is this is part of my life. I'm going to apply this this technique to this, and it's a constant thing. Like I, I, I can't tell you I'm as disciplined at it as I need to be yet, but it's a, always a work in progress where I'm trying to do more Great. and more of that, you know, and just sort of being in the moment and enjoying what I'm doing and 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 trying to be in a positive frame of mind. But it is not the same as thinking about it. That's that's the that's a difference. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's yeah. Get, almost, being in the moment is not thinking. It's getting out of the way of yourself is how you hear that's some right. some athletes describe it. Like just get out of the way. Like just let your natural tendencies take over. You've done the work. You've done the right. practice. You've put in the effort. The people who don't put in the effort, put in the work, put in the practice. Those are the yeah. people that struggle with the, the yeah. breaking hundred and breaking ninety. Absolutely. You know, yeah. uh, and and that's yeah. the, that's what. You know, sometimes we talk about with some of our students, like, you don't realize how many chip shots I've hit in my entire lifetime. Correct. Right? Correct. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't, I didn't just become good. Like, we, right. we, we put the work into it. Um, so, yeah. let, let just, I know the first event, I believe, is filled up, but we'll kind of give people the, the rundown on how to get yeah, in touch with me, it. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> let me do that. So, uh, we have, we, we run the group off of a, a Facebook group, but you can get there pretty quickly by, I've just redirected our URL to that facebook page and it's uh tb tango bravo in military speech right. two yeah. man so it's tb two man.com okay the number two yep tb the number two man.com all one word yep. and uh that'll take you to our facebook group and um you'll see the schedule there 
and uh, a lot of the inf- the player's handbook is there, a link to it, and uh, that's how I communicate with the members uh, yep. on tee times, etc. We, we're trying to expand the first event because it's full. I think we're at, that's a, I limit the fields to 24 teams, but we're at 28, so I'm, I've, I'm starting to expand that field out a little bit on uh, nice. on uh, that 21 on the 24th of March at Plantation Palms. That's good stuff, good. sir. Yeah, and I, I know how good you are on facebook like you how you keep posting up and you know keep the yeah. posts up and stuff so definitely let you know let the golfers know about the uh, dynamic golf podcast i know you will please do because now you're a star veteran of the Absolutely. of the podcast yes sir exactly yeah. but we really appreciate you coming on john i, I think it's been great yeah. great fun and maybe we'll check in with you during the summer see how the tour is going yeah yeah man hey okay. i appreciate you guys bringing me on and uh yep. sean hope to see you soon bye. all right Take Are you looking to elevate your golf game? With SwingTheoryGolf.com, you will. Tim, who is a certified PGA professional, offers expert instruction and personal attention to help you unleash your true potential. So get ready to tee off with Swing Theory Golf.